This is a HeadGum Podcast. Temp check. What kind of summer are we having this year? A family road trip summer? A beach bum summer? Or a wake-me-up-when-the-sun-sets summer? With Instacart, choose your own adventure and skip the shopping side quests. Where available, you can get ice cream delivered to your hotel, sunscreen to the pool, or cold brew to your bed. Well, door, in as fast as 30 minutes. Wherever you find yourself this summer, you can get the goods. Download Instacart for free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. Minimum $10 per order. Excludes restaurants. Additional terms and fees apply. This podcast is brought to you by eHarmony, the dating app to find someone you can be yourself with. Why doesn't eHarmony allow copy and paste in first messages? Because you are unique and your conversations should reflect that. eHarmony wants you to find someone who will get you. How are you going to know who gets you if people send you the same generic conversation starters they message everyone else? Conversations that actually help you get to know each other. Imagine that. Get who gets you on eHarmony. Sign up today. I'm scared. What do I do? Huh? Need advice and I want to have a laugh too. Yeah. Gotta listen to the podcast if I were you. Amir and Jake always coming through. They both have really high IQs. Smart. JK, they're as dumb as a cashew. Scoop. What can you expect from a couple Jews or a little baby chipmunk's point of view? Aw, he's so cute. Hey guys, I'm Kenny. You're not as dumb as a cashew. You're as dumb as an almond. One almond. One almond. Whoa! Holy shit! A diss track. <laughs> I can take it. <laughs> you're you're weeping. <laughs> it's like, what the fuck did he mean? By Why that? did you say I can take it as you cried? <laughs> I can take a fucking. I said I could take a gentle ribbing. <laughs> this was way more than a gentle ribbing. He said, "What did he say? He called it me was, like ver, it was verbal roughhousing. It was unfair to me. It wasn't what it was because I could be like, you could say like I'm handsome but not hot, and that's fine, even though." That's that wouldn't even up. be like a gentle ribbing. But that's, he'd be like, what did he say? I guess that that's like was, a backhanded compliment or he something. He called me tall. <laughs> you wish he called you a tall. He <laughs> like, said you were as dumb as a cashew. <laughs> you called you, you're crying harder. A nut-based insult? <laughs> then he said you were dumber than a cashew, as dumb as an almond. An insulted almond. Nice. Thank you. That's not dumb. Matt, that's smart comedy. Matt Brooks himself... He says, instead of shouting out my other shitty music, can you shout out my website, everysingleframe.com? It's a website that lets people explore images from critically acclaimed films in a completely random order. I think Jake would like it. 2001 A Space Odyssey is my favorite. Everysingleframe.com. Wait, what does it do? I guess it's a website that lets people explore images from critically acclaimed films. I feel like I've seen this website before. Oh, interesting. I wonder if it's every frame or just the exciting frame. Oh, yeah, look at this. So they have American Psycho, everysingleframe.com slash American Psycho. And then I click on random frame and it shows a random frame from the entire movie. Wow. I wonder if this is random frame from every frame or he just chose like the coolest scenes. Could be random frame indeed. Some of these are very uneventful. Oh, yeah. That, so you, oh, cool. I see. You just click on a rant. That's really cool. Yeah. That's very cool. It was a nice frame, actually. Yep. That's actually a, a really random frame. That's, an, that's a super random. Um, all right. Thanks, Matt Brooks, for coming up with that. Oh, this you is, could put a grid on it. This is the April Fool's episode of our show. It's an April 1st 
episode release, Monday, April 1st. And this is not a joke. When this episode comes out, you'll have fucking perfect-ass eyesight. Close. This comes out at midnight. My LASIK is sometime Monday, April 1st morning. Oh, wow. So when this comes out, you'll be under the under the laser. Under the laser, below the knife, above the vest, below the fold, blurred, scared, afraid, and shivering so much that the laser can't focus on my cornea. Mm-hmm. They'll have to give me a Xan 30 hours till I land. I took a Xan. They Did you? I took a Xan. They gave me a Xan. They asked me if, like, did you want a, do you want a prescription for a Xanax? Some people take it. Uh, and I said, do most people take the Xanax? Is that, like, a thing? And she's like, no, most people don't. I'm like, okay, so I don't need a Xanax. But now I'm fucking thinking about it. Well, they gave me one. I mean, it definitely, I wish they gave it to me 20 minutes before. Yeah, like, like it didn't they, hit until yeah, after. I definitely, like, was not feeling the effects of my Xanax while I was while I was up um, under the laze. My my face when that Xanax hit, it was after the laze. Right. So you oh, that's a this... fun meme. My MFW that Xanax hit mm-hmm. and then it's a chipmunk in a tree. Yeah, but not for me because like I'm well, not a chipmunk. You are. <laughs> I'm not a chipmunk. You are. For me I'm it'd actually... be something else like <laughs> you know, like me sleeping or something. Yeah, it would be like you would me be a sleeping. No, next to a chipmunk. You are a chipmunk. I'll g- the most I'll give you is. Is that it time would... for like it, since it's April Fools? The ruse is finally up. Mm-hmm. You say since it's April I have Fools, a we can say that the joke is finally over. I'm not a chipmunk. No, that the joke is finally <laughs> over. That you are a chipmunk. I don't think so. I don't think the so. ruse is up. You've been trying to pull one over on society for. For a fort year. So will you tell me really quick, when you went under the laser, did you feel any Xanax thing or you were fully awake, alert, and afraid? I wasn't afraid. So maybe that means I was feeling a tiny little bit of the Xan. Okay. Um, was I it was literally sort of like, just a laser, a light in your face? Yeah. It looked more, it looked, it looked like, um, kind of like I was underwater looking at a traffic light or something. But no pain. No pain at all. Um, kind of just like a sense of wonder, like, I can't believe this is really happening to me. Uh, it, it felt like you're in a really vulnerable position. Yeah. Uh, if the guy just wanted to be an evil villain, he could just laser your face. Yeah. Or give you a bad prescription. And it's like, sorry for the rest of your life. You have to wear really weird, uncomfortable glasses. Mm, That's interesting. My fear was not that it was going to go like slightly bad. My fear was that I was going to be tortured. I <laughs> see D- James Bond style. Yeah. Like, where like the laser would start going down your chin onto your dick. It, yeah, that's right. And it wasn't a Xan that they gave me. It was freaking speed. Yeah. And it was, so I was going to be hyper alert. And they'd the give you ASIC. That's ass LASIK. They reshape <laughs> oh. your little butthole so that when you shit, it's like a, a tube of star coming out. Oh, I mean, I would. Definitely get that elective surgery. Really? Because I've actually been thinking about purchasing one of those machines. Right. Meanwhile, you just sort of reshaped it. You shoved a Play Doh piece <clears throat> up your anus. But was yours in the morning or the afternoon? It was, I believe it was in the afternoon. Yeah. Yeah. Mine is in the morning and they're like, for the rest of the day, you won't be able to see that well. But I'm like, okay, so I got like 14 hours to kill now. Yeah. Now I'm all blurred up and it's 11 a.m. I have to like go to brunch, then dinner. Is it, wait, it's, oh, it's a Monday, right? Yeah. Yeah, I would prefer late in, in the day. In, in late in the day, because then it's like 
you, you know, just go you, home and fall asleep. Yeah, you probably only have to listen to like a sports, a sporting event or a podcast. Yeah, I've got a whole Monday to fill. I'm going to go to the fucking LACMA. <laughs> not <laughs> really, time. I'm going to an art museum. It's not the time. I, uh, it's not the time. It'll it be blurry. It obviously wouldn't be the time. I'm actually, I have tickets to see us. Well, why would you do a that? A double feature. And I, I hear feel like it's that's like really artistic. Yeah, it's visually appealing. Yeah. It's, it's fun to see it. And then we're doing 2001 A Space Odyssey at my house. Just every single frame. Yeah, I got the 60 millimeter and we're going to dissect it. And then I have an art history class. You're planning class. too much. You're also groggy. <laughs> You'll be groggy afterwards. <laughs> what well, wouldn't that Xanax hit? Oh, yeah, maybe that's why I was so groggy. It really, it's so, it's so funny. You like, they give you cheap sunglasses and a banana. Oh, they gave you a banana. I think they gave me a banana, unless I just had one. <laughs> I was so high. I don't remember if they gave me fruit or if I had it on the day. Uh, yeah, you get the, you get the LASIK. Then you stick around for a little while. You can't see anything. You're you're just eyes shut in the waiting room. Eyes wide shut. Mm-hmm. And then they come, he like looks at you, or at least my my doctor did, looked at you after the fact, just to be like, okay, this, all is, fine. Like, this is good. Uh, you're good to go home. But then how does it work with like, you have the slit, right? Mm-hmm. So how does blinking not like open the flap? Because they have to flap open your cornea. Yeah. Blinking doesn't like lift the flap a little bit. I guess, I guess not. But they tell you not to rub. Yeah, don't rub. Don't do like swimming or any like hard physical activity. Right. So I guess I guess blinking is fine. Do you remember what you ate for dinner that night in a half blinded state? Well, I had that banana. Yeah, and that sort of that yeah, you were good it. to go. I know. I don't remember. I'm sure that I did eat dinner, and but it really it felt like I I couldn't really see. Yeah, you know, it wasn't pitch black. Um, did but you I was try like, to use your eyes, or did you just close your eyes and you're like it's I probably? Kept, I just I pretty much just kept them closed. Yeah, um, and if I did open them, it was so like I could see stuff, mm-hmm. but like I it it almost felt like I was doing something wrong. See, this is why I need I need to just get over that day, which is this day if you're listening to it on Monday, April first, and then I want to get like these uh, cheap frames of glasses just so I can like uh, have a dummy frame to transition myself out of right. this life. What about just putting glass frames in those glasses? Yeah, I don't know if I can do that. I, I don't know how long that takes to do. I need to just like go to we Warby Parker and you just snatch now. a frame. Right, yeah. You, Grab you, a cheap one just, off the rack. Yeah. Or pop like, the pop these out. Right, that would work. Or a fucking tattoo of glasses. I don't know so I'm that. always wearing it. That's interesting, but I don't think that would be smart. All right, so I can I can schedule a tattoo removal because you can see they are it. it they, I did start getting, and one. I did that. Yeah, yeah right. It's, it's oh really yeah, thin. I see. Yeah, it's, it's under my thin, glasses actually, now because you just lifted up your glasses <laughs> and it's a thick black tattoo. <laughs> yeah, it's so you got like, the tattoo. It's one of those old fashioned April Fool pranks, which is like On use you, this maybe. telescope and then you move and they have like a black ring around mm-hmm. your eye. Right. So it's like that, but for you glasses. Are, you're looking more and more like a chipmunk every day. <laughs> uh, so by the time you listen to the next episode, I guess we're recording the next one soon, so that'll also be before LASIK, mm-hmm. but I'll keep people abreast on my social media channels. I'm, believe that. I'm very, very excited to see. And no one will believe it because it's it's a classic day of pranking. This is a classic prank to pull. <laughs> That's true. And it doesn't really affect anyone else. So what kind of prank would it be? A good one. Thanks, man. I needed to hear that. Uh, all right. This is, after all, If I Were You, the only advice podcast on the web hosted by me. And me. Soon we'll both have perfect vision. Yes. That's right. Without any help of any fucking laser. 
We did it all by ourselves. Well, we got the laser. Well, right? we got the laser as a little help, a but now help. that it's the here, doctor. yeah, the doctor was fine. It's fine that you needed help. <laughs> I just, I really want to be the kind of guy that's like, I'm 36 and I got perfect vis. It is cool. I was just at the DMV a few weeks ago and they like had me re- read a thing and they're like, do you wear glasses or contacts? I'm just like, <laughs> no. <laughs> and I cool. never had to either. <laughs> LASIK. Wouldn't know about There was it. a freaking two years where I couldn't drive at night, <laughs> but that's not me anymore. Uh, all right. These are real questions from real people. I'm trying to find which ones we like the most. Your brother has been helping us out trying to find the best questions. All right. I found, how, I found it. I found it. Okay. This one's called Father's Condom, and we need a Canadian boy's name. Mike Myers. Mike Myers writes... Today I woke up at 5 a.m. to drive my parents to the airport like any good son would do. It's a 40-minute drive, so on my way we talked about life, my recent graduation, and potential career paths. Really, it all just culminated into one beautiful moment until we got to the airport and my dad got got up off his seat to grab his bag. To my horror, a condom lay underneath where he was sitting. This single condom happens to be the same brand I use, so I immediately assumed it was mine, snatched it, and stuffed it in a nearby crevice of my car. I don't know if my dad saw me do it. The more I thought about it, the more I realized there was almost no way that any of my condoms could have made it into my car, and that that particular specimen must have slid out of my dad's pocket. When I got to my car to hug my parents to say goodbye, I hugged my mom and turned for my dad, and he was already past the airport doors. At this point, I'm guessing he panicked and decided to flee to California instead of say goodbye. Honestly, I feel bad for the guy and think the whole situation is pretty funny, but I know my dad, and he's probably feeling pretty embarrassed about the whole situation. But it's such an awkward note to leave on since I, was see- I won't be seeing him for three weeks. Should I say anything? Should I break the ice somehow? Should I pretend it never happens? I also have a ta- tiny nagging doubt that maybe this condom really is mine. In <laughs> which case, I don't even fucking know anymore. All I know for sure is that I need your guy's help. <laughs> FaceTime your dad. <laughs> unwrap the condom. Put it over your head. And say, I found it. I found something that belongs to you. Eureka! A Trojan. I think, yeah, like there's so many different ways that this condom could get in the back of the car. Maybe a friend. You Maybe rarely, it's yours. You rarely think about a father's condom. Like a father is the last person who needs a condom. Right. Well, especially like if the kid, the kid is like driving age. Does that mean that, like, the condom wasn't for the mom? Because maybe the mom's past having a kid age? Yeah. I don't quite know, like, the age. Uh, I'm not good enough at math to know, like, what, what, like, when she would have had to have this kid. Yeah, it seems like their children having days are over when the first one is past college and thinking about his life, driving right. his parents to the airport. Talking about career paths. Yeah, while your dad's, like, sliding a condom on. Right. I can't get your mom <laughs> pregnant again. Christ. But I can't nut without a rubber. <laughs> this, this car ride is turning me on. <laughs> Don't hit another bottle mike <laughs> oh fuck now your mom's all hot and bothered thinking about having another one of your kids pull over 
<laughs> pull the fuck over. So I can pull the fuck out. I don't trust myself. Um, yeah. Well, the, the, is the part of the awkwardness that he maybe found something that his dad was using to cheat on mom with? Uh, oh, I didn't even think about that. But then why would the dad just fucking sprint away? Yeah, I would. Your dad would like, be like, uh, hold on, I left, I think I dropped my freaking glasses and like scrambling to look for the condom. The evidence is absolutely stacking up for the case that this is not your dad's condom. Yeah, it's your condom. So maybe condom. don't, yeah, don't text him or call him out about the condom. Or maybe he stole a condom of yours to give you a nice talking to on the way to the airport. Right. But then like the conversation got really sweet and nice and it was about like the his future. He's like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking berate my son for buying Trojan extra skinnies. <laughs> That's it's right. Also, my pencil-dicked right. offspring couldn't even get it up. Big enough for a regular condom. He had to buy this Trojan extra slim. No way they call them skinny condoms, right? Like They, <laughs> make, they must make and condoms that are that size. But what... Like, what is the branding there? Right, because I know there's regular and then there's Magnum. Magnum's a mm-hmm. cool name for a big cock. <laughs> but what's the name for a skinny, short, slender little what's, thing? I guess what's like a small, a smaller gun. Yeah. Because it's a, a Magnum or a... <laughs> Trojan Slims is really funny. For a man that's very thin at the bottom. <laughs> a Trojan Celebrate straw. your thinness. <laughs> I have a thinness for the thinness. Uh, you could, I guess you call it like revolver. That's, That's kind of like... Yeah. But a revolver can also be thick. <laughs> oh, if you want to go with a gun metaphor, Trojan half-cocked. <laughs> That's good. Or what about Trojan, that straw that you sort of shoot a little dart out of? Jesus. What's that called? A lawn dart? Oh, yeah. Oh, a blow dart. A blow dart. Trojan right. blow dart. <laughs> I'm gonna search condoms. Condoms that are sh- that are sharp. <laughs> I'm gonna search condoms for skinny dicks and see what happens. Okay, I bet they. I I bet what's gonna happen is my freaking girlfriend's gonna find it <laughs> and think that yeah, it's already a purple link. Right. I'm no, already... <laughs> that'll ruin your Instagram ads. <laughs> Mid-century modern furniture and skinny dick condoms. <laughs> uh, con- best condoms for sl- small penises. What are good condoms? We didn't say small. We said thin. <laughs> I assure you they're very long and taut. <laughs> Ten condoms that s- offer size options. Glide Slim Fit. Slip it. That's pretty slip good. It. That's pretty good. It's like they're skinny jeans. Yes. Then you can get a sampler pack. Then nobody can know that. But they should be called glides then. So you don't have to. So like if you're... Well, I guess anybody you're about to have sex with is going to know that you have a slim dick if you have one. So it doesn't really matter. It's not slim. I got the variety pack. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, but all the larges are still in the box. (laughs) Well, I roll the dice each time. (laughs) Sometimes you only roll once. (laughs) And that's good enough for me. Uh, So this odds are it's not your father's condom. And even if it is, you don't have to bring it up to the old man. Yeah. I think no matter what, don't say anything. And... And you can kind of talk yourself out of like your anxiety about this by by knowing that we are of the mind that this is not your dad's condom. Yeah. It is your mom's birth control though. Ooh. Here's a good one from an American man we'll call Dana Carvey. Nice. 
I'm a freshman dude in college and I'm in quite a sticky situation. A girl in my friend group has recently talking mad shit about how she can beat me in a fight. Obviously, my <laughs> friends think this is hilarious, so they won't let it go and are insisting that me and this girl wrestle on the quad to settle the debate once and for all. My problem is, if I win this match, am I just a douchebag for beating up a girl? But if I lose, then I'll, I will be humiliated and shamed for the rest of my college career. Should I refuse to fight and risk being called a pussy? Or do I beat the shit out of this girl and reclaim my honor? Thanks for helping and much love. P.S. I'm 6'4", 175, but not very strong for my size. The girl in question is 5'6 and 145, <laughs> but she's a varsity rower and extremely strong for a girl. Her deadlift is bigger than mine at 355. Holy shit. I'm confident that my upper body is stronger than hers, but her legs are pretty powerful. Neither of us have much experience or skill when it comes to wrestling. <laughs> wow. This is a good fight. This is a good question. Um, I want to see the fight. So yeah, I, just, I would be. I just would selfishly, be, I want this guy to go for right. it. Right. Yeah, I want. And it I would want, be funny if he lost. Go for it. Follow up, pup. Let us know who wins. Like, if she's got super strong rowing legs, she could just like square up with him and then like just kick him. Yeah, anywhere. I mean, I don't think. I think that like I would lose to a really strong five foot six inch jacked female. Totally. If you, I mean, if you don't know how to fight, then you'll lose in a fight. Yeah, I and feel I'm like also, people that know how to fight just like. But she doesn't know how to fight either. Right. But I but guess she has really got, strong legs. She's got if she knows how if she's lift if she's deadlifting like three fifty five three fifty five, then I think she could beat me up too. Yeah, I would know? just kick until I break one of his bones, right? Or get kicked until I cried. I think the only way to save face is to not do it and make it purely about honor. Not do it to not fight. Oh, to just be like, no, I won't do it. I'm not going to fight a girl. Yeah. I won't fight a girl. Yeah, but and I nobody has to, to know that you're not doing it because you'll lose. Or you can you'll fight do it, and do lose. it because you have some sort of like old world sense of right and wrong, what like a, Captain America style. I never hit a woman. What about fight and lose? And then everyone's like, "Did you lose on purpose?" And then you could say no. And then some people think you're really honorably lying, but you're actually telling the truth. But I don't understand how that's. So you'll lose, mm -hmm. and then people will. I just don't understand how that's good <laughs> advice, man. Because <laughs> he, he's he's losing to a woman, and it's sort of empowering his friend group to see like, oh yes, just because I'm a man doesn't mean I'll win in a fight, right? I guess the other thing you can do is is just like let all these notions go and be like, it's not embarrassing if I lose to a girl in a fight. Yeah. And I'm not necessarily stronger than this person. Mm -hmm. I'm just going to fight and we'll give it my all. And if I lose, hey, she's a better fighter than me. Although, there's, no, there's no shame in that. This says wrestling, which is a little different than fighting, right? Like in wrestling, your job is to pin the other person. Yeah. So like you can still lose and not get beat up or win and not beat this girl up. Right. Or, I mean, you could try to wrestle her and then like win or lose and then if you if you lose, you're like, damn, you could also beat Joey. 
And then, like, she has to wrestle somebody else, you know? <laughs> and like, then Joe's like, the I would never one. wrestle a woman, and everyone applauds him. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could turn this into, like, a big group wrestling thing. Yeah, start you, a what, tournament. You, yeah, it sounds fun, but what you don't want is for it to be, like, about you two fighting, because then the shame is is too squarely on your shoulders. Do you remember when we did this at College Humor? No, who fought? Oh, no, it was, it was dudes. It was only guys that fought. I don't yeah. think any. Well, that because like no girls worked at that office then. I did not do it. Did you you did not fight? No. Yeah, I fought Vinny. And who won? I won. That's cool. Um, but there was like. Was it a wrestling though? Was it like pinning pinning the other person? It was a pin. Yeah, it was pinning. It was just pinning. <laughs> and pinning um, is winning. But I remember, like, it was a huge circle where like two people that had like. Planned like I don't know how this started. Like it was like Trey Win and <laughs> Iowa. Uh, yeah, two like the, <laughs> like those crazier people or like yeah, like Chris Col- Collins and Kevin Corrigan. <laughs> uh huh. Um, but like they wrestled and but then when they were, it was over, people just started like pointing across. Like you're evenly matched with you, like right. size wise. You go, you go. This would be an interesting battle, right? And that's like, but you have like seven inches on Vinny. Yeah, I think Vinny like. Vinny picked me, which was good because I was worried that I was gonna just get picked and lose, and I didn't want to lose. But I also didn't want to leave, and I want to. I didn't want to fight, but I didn't want to leave. Yeah, I didn't want to lose. So I was like, "All right, I have you have to fight." Was it hard? Um, yeah. I mean, at that point, I also like never climbed, never went to the gym. I would, like, run for exercise. So I wasn't, like, strong either. Right. Um, And, yeah, it was just, like, (laughs) I have to just, like, fall on top of him and get him to stop. I I have to end the fight by pinning him first. I did a similar thing, but basketball-wise, with a friend in college. Uh, My friend Pavla, who played on her high school team, and uh, me, played one-on-one in the same fashion, where it's like, do you think you can beat Pavla one-on-one? And... I felt a little bad, but I did think so. She felt bad, and she did think so as well. So she, you guys both thought you could beat each other. Yeah. Uh-huh. But we ended up playing one-on-one, and it was closer than I thought, but I ended up winning, My, mainly because I was just, like, overpowering her. She was better at basketball, <laughs> but I was taller and a little bit stronger. So you're boxing her out. <laughs> yeah. Committing hard fouls, <laughs> yeah. throwing elbows. <laughs> yeah. Not playing fair. Calling fouls on her. I called a technical on her at one point <laughs> for complaining. Yeah. So did you, and and like as the result of that uh, came in, like as you won, did were people like, oh, good, you like, no, you get to keep your man card. Of course not. No. People it was like, like two people watching. Felt kind of bad for us because we were both pretty bad at one on one. We both got tired very quickly. So that could be a thing too. Like they could wrestle and like. They both put up a good fight, but like they both at at the end say, you know what? Let's call it a tie. Yeah, that's the happiest ending, I think. We are both good. Well, no, because then I feel like if or you're, both equally bad, right? But these guys, like men, are douchebags. You know, some of them, and I feel like the ones that are goading into this guy into fighting a girl because they think it'll be funny to see him lose. Yeah, will they will tease him just as hard if he draws. <laughs> I just say do it. Do it and let us know what happened. I'm very curious. This email just came in so we can actually guide him. Agree? I don't know if I want to see him do it, but I, I do want... I I guess... No, actually, I guess my advice is do it 
but with the attitude <laughs> of it's not embarrassing if you lose. Somebody just wants to fight you, just wants to wrestle you. And if you think it might be fun, you should do it. It's a consensual match. Have at it. Yeah. But have, if you don't want to re- – like, no pressure. If you don't want to wrestle, no, you don't pressure, have to wrestle. Pressure. 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 Like, pressure. That's the question. It, would, he, would he wrestle one of his friends in the quad if his friend wanted to wrestle in the quad? Or is, this, is he just, like, above general public displays of wrestling <laughs> in the quad? Which I think I would be, and that's fine. <laughs> what if he just gets arrested right away? Like a policeman <laughs> comes by, he's like, uh, "This guy is just shoving this girl into the ground." Oh, that's interesting. Just is so so quickly tased. It's illegal, you right? Could, you could tell like a campus security person that, like, "Hey, I think a fight's going to go down in the quad today." And she then you, you show up, up in and a gets singlet. <laughs> he doesn't know that. He doesn't know it's you. But then he he stops the fight before it happens. Uh, and then you had the, the huevos to show up. <laughs> All right. Let us know what you end up doing. Either way, I'm going to send this guy, ask for, uh, ask for a follow-up Very pup. much so. Uh, we should start doing the follow-up pup with a phone call, man. I really want to do that. Wow. Straight up, let's talk about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Let's take a break. Thank some sponsors. And we'll be back with more questions and answers after this. This episode is brought to you by BetterHelp. Ah, very nice. Uh, we all carry around different stresses. Indeed. Whether you're anxious or depressed about a family relationship, a friend relationship, work, life, balance issues. Yeah, yeah. Plenty of reasons these days. There's always something to be a little bit tense about. And the best way to relieve that tension and to stop carrying that burden Uh is by talking to a professionally licensed therapist. That's right. And the best way to find one of those is by going to BetterHelp because it's entirely online. It's designed to be convenient, flexible, and suitable to your schedule. All you got to do is fill out a questionnaire and get matched with a licensed therapist. And you can switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Easy peasy, bud. Jake, I talk to therapists all the time and it's and very helpful. Yeah. You talk to therapists. Like Multiple they, they keep therapists on dropping you. Have, yeah. have come to me and with their hat in hand. And I help them and they help <laughs> yeah. me. Right. Amazing. Yes. We're all helping each other because we're all talking to one another. And if I wanted to just stay at home and do so more affordably and conveniently, I would use better help. Right on. You can visit betterhelp.com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Awesome. So get it off your chest with BetterHelp. That's betterhelp.com slash segments. Their prices are low because they're not like, you know, the therapists are not paying for rent anywhere. Right. Well, they might be paying for rent somewhere, but it's it's not necessarily an expensive office. Yeah, exactly. And then they pass those cashes on to you. Those savings go on to you for sure. Yes, correct. So again, BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash segments today to get 10% off your first month. Easy. Thanks, BetterHelp. At the Coca-Cola Company, Keurig Dr. Pepper, and PepsiCo, our bottles might still look the same, but some of them can be remade in a whole new way. Using 100% recycled plastic. New bottles made using no new plastic except the caps and labels. You'll be seeing more of these new bottles in more places, and that's thanks to you. Because when we get more bottles back, we can use less new plastic. Learn how our bottles are made to be remade at madetoberemade.org. And we're back. Jake, do you have any? Oh, it's a lesson. Mom, I'm coming. I bought a jade roller. Squeef me? Squeef you indeed. <laughs> I bought a jade roller. Which is what? A stone on a stick. You can roll it on your face. 
to save face. So you know what it is. <laughs> Where did you hear about it? Why did you buy it? When do you use it? And why do you cry it? So I went to the Vogue fashion, no wait, the Vogue beauty closet when I directed that short with Ken Jong. Okay. This you recall? I yeah. posted about it on my Instagram. That's right. Uh, and I also posted about it on my Finstagram. Really? Yes. <laughs> so in that closet, there's a bunch of like strange products. And the Jade Roller was one that uh, we used. It, like I don't know if it made it to the final video, but that was my first foray. I was like, what, do you, what is it? It's like a face massager. You just like roll it on your face. That's right. And, that, and they told me that it like reduces puffiness. It massages the face. It gets rid of bags under your eyes. And I was like, no, it doesn't. And I walked away, never to think about it again. <laughs> then I was in a store with my wife, Jillian, and we came across the jade roller. And she was like, oh, I wanted to try this. And I was like, really? <laughs> I've seen this in my life as well. That's the exact same one I walked past in New York City. It's following me. So then I think it reached a fever pitch for me. <laughs> when I came I like, home. kept on coming up. There's a jade roller on my pillow um so yeah we bought it and i didn't know that you keep that you keep them in the freezer not just fridge no. I, well i don't know if you everybody does this a frozen slab of metal yeah uh sorry it's a stone it's like frozen stone and in the morning but it's a cylinder so you yeah, can roll it it looks like a paint roller it looks like a tiny little it's like a paint roller but the handle is the size of like half a toothbrush you know and it's it's small yeah um I guess it looks, it's like maybe the size of a razor, except it's a roller instead of a razor. Any whom. It's the size of a raisin. <laughs> on a straw. <laughs> it's a size of a raisin. It's a small frozen raisin. It's a raisin on, on your mom. On a floss. So I gave it a shot. <laughs> I honestly don't know if I have reduced my bags or my puffiness of my face. Uh -huh. But what I can tell you is that rolling something that cold on your face <laughs> in the morning is really nice. And what's the process there? Is it straight up out of bed to the freezer? You're rolling it on your face? Uh, yeah. Well, I it's in the freezer. Uh -huh. So straight up out of bed, brush the teeth, change. It's the, it's the last thing I do before I – it's like something I do as my oatmeal is uh, – <laughs> is is uh, boiling or something? You're leading an insane life right now. Yeah, oatmeal boiling, jade is roiling. <laughs> That's right. And I'm out the door for a snack. That reminds me of another little piece of unsolicited advice I've had, which is I've been I w I'm a I'm a big snoozer. Uh -huh. I'll snooze. I'll snooze for hours. Uh -huh. I'll snooze for days. <laughs> I once snoozed. For nine fucking days. That's a week. Uh, yeah, it's that over is, a week. Yeah, that's yeah. over a week of snoozing. Yes, it is. It's too much. I was snoozing and losing. Yeah, you it really was. and lost. I didn't eat. I didn't drink. I'm sorry to I laid and wasted in my bed that's for nine whole days because I was good. snoozing. Yeah. Nine minute increments. I, never, I didn't catch a wink of sleep. <laughs> Edgewise. <laughs> Just turn off your phone. Yeah, it's in. Right, it's in. I was edging sleep. sleep. I was edging rim. <laughs> yeah, it's like every time I'd start to drift off, somebody would slap me. Not, in the yeah, face. exactly. Okay. 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 So anyway, what I've been doing lately is just as soon as my alarm goes up, uh -huh. I get up. Just like so you're no sort rolling over, yourself. no pressing, no seeing anything. Just like alarm goes off. Two seconds later, I'm out of bed. 
And it helps that I usually have to pee. Ah, uh, because so, it gives you something to do. Yeah. So I like get up and I go and I pee. And as I'm peeing, I'm like, oh man, I'm going to go back to bed for a little bit. But oh. by the end of my pee, I'm like, maybe I'll just brush my teeth. So that way, like I brush my teeth yeah. and then I can go back to bed. And then when I really have to wake up, I'll just get right up. That's right. But by the time you're done brushing <laughs> your teeth, you're like, I'm up now. It's over. So you the hard really, part's done. You need like less than two minutes yeah. to wake yourself up. Yeah. And you... And you will snooze. You will snooze for nine days. Yeah. It really, for me, it matters like when in my cycle I wake up. Like if I wake up naturally before an alarm, that's so much better than like falling back asleep for another 20 minutes. Right. Because when you like, when you're dreaming and your alarm goes off, that's when like, I just feel like someone's dragging me back to bed. Do you use that uh, bedtime app? No, I just set my alarm for later, like my last possible moment. And I usually wake up beforehand. What time are you waking up these days? Between eight and 8.30. And you'll set your alarm for what, like 8.36? Yeah, or like 9.08. Oh, but you're never sleeping until 9. Never. Interesting. Yeah. I always, I think, I feel like I actually probably do get up before 8 when I set my alarm for 9. But most of the time I set my alarm for 8.30 and Uh it does wake me up. So you're, do you, if you set your alarm for 8.30, are you looking at your phone to see like what time, because it's like, oh, it's daylight out. I wonder what time it is. Well, and it's like seven forty-three. Uh, no, I never. If I I don't wake up before my alarm. You don't. You never check the time. No. Do you pee in the middle of the night? Sometimes I pee in the middle of the night, but I don't care what time it is. I can sense that it's dark. So it's like it could be two a.m. It could be six thirty a.m. Yeah, it's you just, have no idea. I, I have like a, an anxiety of because I like to sleep with such darkness. Yeah. Like if I turn my phone on and it like hits me with light, uh-huh. I will, won't be able to fall back asleep as quickly. You sitting down when you're doing the middle of the night piece? Middle of the night piece, I'll sit. Ever fallen asleep and then like woken up face down on the, the floor of your cold hard um, bathroom next to the toilet? I'm sorry that's happened to you. No? You asked that in a way that just made me know that it happened to you. Obviously it's never happened to me. Have I've you ever never... been so exhausted like you couldn't quite go to bed and then, like, you finally passed out, and then you wake up, you go to pee, and you're sitting down on the toilet, but your dick is, like, over the lip. Like, right. you sit down, but you're, like, so out of it. Your so dick is over the lip, again, and you start I'm... pissing on the floor. And, like, that noise is kind of like that that white noise app that um, Avital or <laughs> so this whoever is, yeah. uses. No, so this does so happen to you. The sound of the, you're using people the, sound or... of the urine on the, the porcelain floor right. is almost like rain on... You're saying this uh, hasn't ta- happened jade to you? jade roof in Stop talking over Tokyo. me. I get it, okay? Uh, and then you you're, fall asleep. You're, dra- you're, you're lulled to sleep by the sound of your own piss hitting the floor. That no, that's never like, happened to me. You lean forward. It's never happened Eventually to me. out of, yeah, out of frame. I know you're confiding in me <laughs> in the form of a question. <laughs> Has that ever happened to me? You? <laughs> it's happened to you. It has happened to you. <laughs> it's happened to you. It buddy. happened to you. And it's okay. It happens to you yesterday. <laughs> It happens to you yesterday, and it happens to you one other time. <laughs> and how did you apologize to Avital? <laughs> when she woke up and she found you face first in your own piss. <laughs> how do you explain to her that you're not back on the fucking wagon after that? <laughs> you have a whiskey dick. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You don't have to. And it can barely fit into your Trojan <laughs> Slims. <laughs> and you're, you're having one of those days where your dick is just receding into your... It's a nub. It's, it's just nub one of dick. those days. <laughs> Everything gotta get wet. Everything <laughs> is waked up, and then you wake up on the floor of the bathroom. It's just one of them days. 
Uh, anyway, then you use the jade roller. Oh, yeah. So my unsolicited advice is the jade roller. I think it's nice. I think it wakes you up. I think it, it's – I'm all about soothing routines that make you feel a certain way. I don't care if it does anything to my face really, I, but I, I do like feeling um, like optimized, elegant, streamlined, like um, – Full American Psycho mode. Yeah, like, like it, it puts the, the day morning. off on a right on the right foot. You wear an ice mask if your face is a little puffy. Exactly. He exactly use an ice mask. Use a jade roller. Mm -hmm. So maybe get a jade roller. I don't know. Maybe. See if it's for you. Yep. Uh, all right. Should we get to one last question before we have to hit the bricks? It's cool with me. This is from a hippie woman. Who's a hippie ass woman in your life? Ooh. Oh, I guess all of my sisters. All of your sisters are a hippie woman to you. Um, which one's more hippie? The one that works on a farm, a, a hydroponic <laughs> or aquaponic uh, yeah, farm that one. on a roof. Yeah, of course that the one. The one that worked on an organic tea farm uh -huh. or the one that's in a folk <laughs> music band. Oh, which woman do you choose? I guess maybe Sarah is the most hippie-ish. Okay, a hippie-ish named Sarah writes, I'm a third-year student in the States, and at the start of this year, I moved into a co-op. For those unfamiliar with the term, these are basically big old houses brought up and exist around the country. The best way I can describe a co-op is if you imagine a frat, frat house and then fill it with stoners. Just a bunch of dirty hippies all under one roof. You think Sarah would live in a co-op? No, she would hate it. So among so among all of the smoking, all her would. Uh, so among the smoking, there's lots of fucking, and the shit can get messy when you live together. But with thirty of us all under one roof, it's kind of inevitable. Within the first month, I started to have pretty serious feelings for this one guy who happened to live on the floor below mine. It was hella dope, and we were pretty transparent about our feelings for each other. Shit started to get serious, but then I moved two states away for an internship at the end of the semester. Two months into doing uh, long distance, this guy calls me and ended things. Uh, he breaks up over the phone. Now, I do think the distance was too much for both of us, and it was for the better that things ended. But the plot only thickens from here. Ooh. Turns out the night before he ended things, one of my housemates overheard him and this other girl talking. Not just any girl, a hula-hooping rave girl. An absolute dime piece, if you will. So this chick ends up reading his tarot cards and explaining to him that his current relationship is weighing on him and that he needs to end things. And what do you know? The next Next day, he does just that. Ever since, he's been all up in her business. I'm not really upset that he's talking to someone else. I'm more irritated that he was so emotionally out of touch that he needed a fucking tarot card reading to tell him how to feel. Do I have right to be pissed off that he ended a meaningful and emotional relationship because someone read him a bullshit fortune? What do you think? Cheers, love Sarah. It's like taking your your car to the used car sales lot and like asking that guy, like, "Hey, can you inspect the car and tell me if I need a new one?" 
Yeah, the, person, so she, the tarot card reader is like, oh, this card. He's like, yeah, the one that says love and fertility. She's like, yeah, that's actually a really bad sign. <laughs> <laughs> it means that like you're out of love with this woman. What about this joy card? It means you're in a sad relationship. <laughs> it means you can find joy somewhere else. <laughs> this one just says Sarah. Yeah, that means that she's way bad. She's bad for you on you. You want to see this hula hoop trick? <laughs> I guess don't date a hippie who lives in a co-op with 30 other people who seems to be very, um, what's it called when you are uh, easily swayed? Oh. Um, in, not influential, the opposite. Yeah. You're so um, in. Oh, my God. I that think I word, have fucking Alzheimer's, dude. The, the word where it's like, you're so, oh, persuadable, not persuadable. No, it's, it's, uh, <laughs> you're just, uh, there's a Jake and Amir video about it where like, you're so this. Right. I'm easily persuaded. It's I know it's influenced. It's it's not influenced. It's easily persuaded synonyms. So I, so many people are yelling the word. I know. Us. Should we just keep struggling to guess without me looking it up? Uh yeah 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 yeah. You're okay. so. Stop saying you're so. Okay. okay. You have to shut the fuck up. <laughs> you have to shut the fuck up right now. <laughs> fuck. <laughs> You're so. It's a. It's one word. And it starts yeah. with I, right? Insulated. You're so insulated, like that, but not insulated. Yeah. She. This guy is obviously so perceptible. No, that's not In, a word. Impressionable. Impressionable. Sort of. It's, I'm gonna look it up. It's not quite impressionable, right? Easily influenced synonyms. No, no, no. Read them up. Uh, maybe no no uh, this is hard agreeable amenable adaptable accommodating pliable well behaved so, wait what was the one so uh, do impressionable i so hope sure. i hope we don't figure it out and like it doesn't have that joyous oh yeah and that's why i think it might be word. impressionable i'm sort of like my itch feels scratched right now impressionable is scratched uh, yeah we'll search that as a other other synonyms for that susceptible oh susceptible no you're so why don't we just why, why don't you search the jake and amir script archive for the word impressionable and we'll see if that's in the video yeah but it, do you remember any other part of that video because then we could look up exactly what it is no oh it is horoscope Wow. Your mind is so impressionable. My mind is not impressionable. Yes, it is. I guess it is. <laughs> oh, yeah, that is. <laughs> That's the video. So the word, one. after all, is impressionable. Mm -hmm. uh, anyway, this guy seems to be swayed very easily. Or he heard what he wanted to hear, which was that things aren't great between you and that he doesn't want to be in a long-distance relationship. And now you're feeling jealous and anger towards the tarot card reader. Uh, he can do whatever he wants. He is a singlesman, and now you are a singleswoman, and you can do whatever you want. You best probably just move into another co-op, meet someone else, and you'll stop thinking about this guy entirely. Fucking savage, Blumenfeld. I really don't give a shit right now, because I'm, like, under the laser, and I'm blinded by the light. Blinded by the light. I was thinking that there's a risk in um, LASIK blinding myself, but... I've already like seen everything that there is to see. So like it wouldn't be that 
bad to have it that way. It's interesting. So it's like, ooh, you're in Hawaii now and you can't experience it. It's like, yeah, well, I already have the fucking memory of it, so joke's on you. Right. Well, what about going to, like, Tokyo? <sighs> Where? <laughs> I'd love <laughs> to see the, everything. I can't ever see a sunset in Tokyo again. <laughs> right. Not if you were blind. I can feel the heat, but it's just not enough. <laughs> you can describe it to me. The you... memory of my my lover is starting to fade with time, like an old photograph, and I'm afraid God. that I'll never get it back. I poked I poked a single hole, and your whole entire world is deflating. <laughs> I'm canceling. I'm absolutely canceling. Uh, all right, that's it. That's our time. Uh, if you want some more, if I were you, we should always say that you can get some more at our, our Patreon, patreon.com slash J-A, and we uploaded our first... Um, a full-length uh, sample episode to our YouTube channel, youtube.com slash If I Were You Show. It's me, you, Ben Schwartz, talking about Milkman, part one and two. Great show. It's a good sample of what we're doing there with Jake and Amir. Watch Jake and mm-hmm. Amir. Good and example. The first time you can watch uh, an entire episode to see if it's for you. Um, we got one with Thomas, with Ben. We got... Uh, Jill, your wife, Avital, my girlfriend, that episode is up right now, where you went to New York, shot more with Streeter and the Rosies. Did so, the Rosies drop yet? Yeah, uh, No, not yet. yet. None of the New York episodes are out yet. Dope, dude. Those but, are fun uh, ones. But we're adding stuff every week to patreon.com slash JA. Check it out. Thanks for listening. Opening theme song, once again, was Matt Brooks. Closing one is by, ooh, let me search. Let me search this guy's name. Mike from Sweden, who did right. a Yams remix. Oh, let's hear that shit. Thanks, Matt Brooks. Thanks, Mike from Sweden. Thanks to you guys for listening. We'll be back next week, April 8th. Toda. Uh, Toda and ciao for now. How about a song that goes yams, 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 stop. I make that motherfucker sweet potato. Yams, 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 That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, this is Jeffrey James, host of the HeadGum Podcast and the fan-favorite game show, Jeopardy! We're going to be live-streaming this chaotic Jeopardy!-inspired game show on Thursday, June 13th at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern. Some of your favorite podcast hosts and producers will be competing, including Hayes Davenport and Sean Clements from Hollywood Handbook, Mike Mitchell and Nick Weiger from Doughboys, Miles Bonsignore from Perfect Person, Amir Blumenfeld from Segments, Riley Anspa from Review Review, and more. Get your tickets today at moment.co slash jeopardy it's only ten dollars right that's only what is it five eighths the california minimum wage that's m-o-m-e-n-t dot c-o slash g-e-o 
J-E-F-F-A-R-D-Y, moment.co slash Jeffrey. And if you can't watch live, no problem, because the VOD version, video on demand, will be available for seven days following the event. So get your tickets at moment.co slash Jeffrey. You won't want to miss it. Or miss it. I don't care. 